Yo, what's going on, Couch Brotato? It's your boy, Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Wednesday, April 28th, 2021, and this is Season 8, Episode 47. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking a little bit more uh, about that running form. Uh, I think we're going to finish off. We might be able to, we might finish off on Friday. Uh, I won't, I definitely won't take it any longer than next Friday for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just wanted to give you, you know, some of my golden tickets here on how to give yourself some, you know, and you know, these things don't necessarily just apply to running. I mean, this is good form, good posture in general. So, I mean, yeah, maybe you know, some of the things might be a little over exaggerated when it comes to walking, but essentially it's the same thing, same muscle groups would uh, you would need to work uh, to have good posture. And, you know, if, if, if you're an avid walker, uh, you probably want to still listen to these things because I again I have exercises as well as just like you know the functionality of what you're doing and running is obviously not that far removed from walking so you know whether you're a runner or walker you know anybody that's a runner or walker that's had any issues with shin splints or issues with their calves or knees or hips you know refer them over to these episodes on this on the running form I guarantee you uh, they're going to learn something and I'm actually working on uh, having a podcast coming up real soon if not this Friday hopefully next Friday with uh, a podiatrist, Dr. Brian Goldstein. He's actually right around the corner from me. I see him all the time. I asked him, hey, you want to do a podcast with me? And he's like, sure, why not? So, well, you know, he's a busy, busy guy. He's been around this, this area for a while. So we, I don't know if we can get him, but I'm going to try to see if I can sneak in just a few minutes, even if it's like five minutes and see what I can do. So anyways, yeah, so this is episode number 47. We're going to be talking about well, we're talking about the core, and we're going to talk about the core, and just, uh, you know, you would think I'm, I'm going to say, hey, you know, just do some crunches, and yeah, I kind of played around with that, uh, but, you know, I made a joke of, of it, uh, but, um, but there's actually a lot more than just, like, you know, doing some crunches. Uh, the reason why you want to work your core is actually for a couple reasons. It's not just, like, you know, having a nice six-pack, but it actually does help you be more efficient with your with believe it or not with your breathing as well as with your uh with your knee drive so we're gonna just kind of go over the core today pretty much talking about the top of the thighs up to your shoulders uh, these are very important things to manage and just get stronger in general just because they uh they do about you know probably about 40% of the, uh, of the work here, if not more because of the, uh, the fact that you need stability while you run. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get this episode underway, you know. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Season 8, episode number 47. Uh, what do we call this one? We're going to call this, uh, let's get a little silly. We'll call this one Running Form, Core, and More. <laughs> Let's go! All 
All right, here we go. Arm swing three. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny? We just did like seven episodes on arm swings. Nah, that's not what we're going to talk about today. Actually, I want to talk about the core. We're going to just go quickly into the core today. Uh, I'm going to try to do how we did uh, episodes one and two of the arm swings and try to put them together. We're going to make, because, you know, actually the core is actually not really a long episode. Or it's not really a lot that yeah, I have to talk about that I won't really talk about in the uh, other uh, in the next episodes coming up. And, you know, I've already kind of talked about it enough in the first and second episodes of the arm swing. So uh, this is what you do with your core. You keep it tight. Episode over. <laughs> More or less, right? Actually, it is kind of like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, the core, you know, it's kind of tough because a lot of people want to... Um, See, the thing is that, like, a lot of people believe that you need to have, like, a super tight core. Like, you need to have your core, like, flex the whole time, right? But the thing is that, like, it's kind of hard to explain. Uh, it'd be easier if I could show you. But you have to have a combination of, like, a flexed core, but it can't be so flexed that you can't breathe. Right, because again, remember when I was talking about in the last episode uh, that you don't want to have any, uh, you don't want to expend any energy that's going to be not helping you to move faster, or you're gonna, you don't want to expend energy that's more or less wasted energy. Right? I mean, flexing your abs is really not going to help you. Not to mention that kind of impedes your breathing. Right? If you have like a, uh, a completely engaged abdominal cavity, like you're going to do some squats, you're not going to be able to get all the breath that you want in for each each movement. So you want to keep your core engaged, but not so engaged that you can't breathe. And that's important. And the reason why that's important, because, you know, your breathing is important, you know, it's like, you want to have like a nice, even flow, you know, I like, I hear a lot of people, I actually just finished a a nice run with my uh, beer runner crew. And, you know, you hear people, not so much that crew, because they've been running forever. uh, But, you know, people passing by and stuff, you can hear them like panting or People are like, you know, have irregular breath, or, <laughs> you know, like like somebody's like watching a sad movie or something like that. <laughs> so you want to have like an even breath. And even with that even breath, you want to make sure uh, that you're not just like breathing only through your mouth. I mean, the, the optimal way would be to have like a relaxed jaw. Remember I talked about that. Have a relaxed jaw. And if you can, draw air through your nose and extra, exhale through your mouth. Now, obviously, you're not going to be officially be able to do that. You know, you can't exactly run full speed and only breathe through your nose and your mouth. But if you have a relaxed jaw, right, your mouth is going to be slightly open, and you're going to be able to get in that oxygen through your your nose and your mouth. You're going to be purposefully breathing through your nose, but you're going to get some air some air into your mouth as well, and that's going to help you breathe. And then you're going to obviously exhale. But when you exhale, only exhale through the mouth because that's the easiest way to do it without like, you know, messing interrupting the flow too much. So you inhale nose and mouth, exhale strictly through the mouth. Again, we're doing this. We're trying to create as much flow of that oxygen. You don't want to be like breathing all hard, you know, you want to be like, you know, like you want to be as relaxed as possible as you're getting in these breaths. Because again, we're trying to conserve our energy. And I can't tell you how many people don't get that right, you know, and that actually can lead to a lot. I mean, I could make this episode a lot longer because breathing is so important and engaging your pelvic floor and learning, learning how to use your... 
I have to say this, like, if you don't have good core strength, if you don't have good, like, I would say mostly, like, being able to breathe through your diaphragm while you're running, and this is like an aside, and like I said, I could go all day on this, but a lot of women that have had children, uh, they have a little issue, they have an issue with this because they haven't, uh, not all of them, but some of them haven't taken the, the steps to... And, uh, to strengthen their core again, especially, you know, uh, around the lower abdominal region, region below the belly button. Uh, so what that means is that, like, because they, they haven't taken the time to strengthen that part, uh, they tend to stomp. They can't lift their knees up and put them down. It's like they're almost like stomping. I, you know, people that have this issue, I notice that, like, you know, whenever they're running, whenever they're jumping, whenever they're, like, you know, with jump rope, is for, for instance, it almost sounds like they're stomping on the ground because, like, they can lift up, right? You can use your arms to lift you up off the ground. Remember, I also talked about that before, like, when you're using your arms in the arm swing, you should be able to lift your body up, and when you're jumping, you can do the same thing. When you're running, you can do the same thing because a, a run is a controlled jump. But the thing is that if you don't have the abdominal strength, it's going to be hard to land properly because you can get up, but you can't really control yourself down. We don't fly, right? We could jump, but we don't fly. So getting down, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure on the joints. And a lot of times you can get calf issues, you get hip issues, knee issues. A lot of those happen. A lot of people get those confused. You know, they have calf issues and they feel like, oh, I have this calf issue because I have a weak calf or I have knee issues because I have like tightness in my hip flexors or my IT bands or I have, you know, uh, lower back issues because I'm not strong enough in my hip flexors. But really what it is, and I can recommend this to all my all my women runners that have had children, even if they are, you know, relatively strong runners, I recommend that they do pelvic tilts and that's essentially you just land your back you arch your back and then you push your lower back down into the floor without trying to move your like your hips and uh or not without without trying to use your legs i should say or your upper back so you're really trying to engage and focus on uh uh, using that lower part of your core right underneath your belly button so if you can engage that, then you can actually pull, you can put your foot down in a controlled motion. And every step that you take, you put your foot down and you can actually, actually push off rather than slamming your foot down and like losing all your energy and almost like hobbling over. Essentially, you don't want to slam your foot on the ground because you just don't have any control other than you uh, rolling over that foot. And, you know, it's almost like, you know, yeah, if you had like a tire that was like coming off the, the wheel, you would see it kind of flapping around and slapping the ground and you wouldn't get any traction on that thing, you know, because like you don't have anything pulling through. So anyways, uh, again, I'm going to talk about that on, uh, on another day. But essentially, like the core is important for two different things. A, for the knee drive, all right, which we'll talk about in another episode. But B, most importantly uh, to this episode, is it helps with your breath. It helps you essentially to breathe without being too tense in the shoulders. Because that, again, when you breathe, when you don't have diaphragm strength, all your breath, instead of like hanging out in your belly where you have a lot more room, goes all up into your chest and shoulders. And again, you know, when you have your when you have your breath in your chest and shoulders, essentially what happens is that you tighten that up so you can breathe. 
You know, you have to kind of, you have to have some kind of pressure so you can exhale and inhale. And by having all that, uh, having that top part of your body, the top part of your torso uh, engaged, you know, firmly engaged, uh, that's good for kind of keeping you stable. However, if it's a, uh, you know, if it's too, if it's over engaged, then you can't really get the breath into your whole whole body. You can't get the breath into your lungs. And you're wasting energy again because you're tightening up in places uh, that are going to just you know, ruin your your efficiency and your effect, efficacy in your in in each stride. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we went through that, didn't we? <laughs> Got right through that one. So, yeah, the the torso, the core. You want to make sure that's strong. I mean, uh, you know, obviously crunches, planks. Again, I told you last time that I'm probably going to mention planks in a lot of exercise, uh, a lot of different exercise modalities for running because it's probably one of the best things you can do. If you can hold yourself in a plank without arching your back uh, for over a minute, I mean, you're doing pretty good because that's essentially the position that you want your body to be, your tor- at least your torso to be in uh, when you're running. You want to be engaged in your core without arching your back. Uh, so yeah, I mean, planks, pelvic tilts, again, to kind of help loosen up those hips and loosen up that pelvic floor and keep, give you just some more awareness because awareness, it's, it's not going to really strengthen your abs, but it gives you more awareness so that when you're actually using your abs for other exercises like crunches and sit-ups and planks and stuff like that, you can use that part of your abdominal region rather than using only this, the, the top part. A lot of people say like with crunches and stuff, you only use the top part, but it's because a lot of people don't know how to engage their pelvic floor to actually make their lower abdominals engage through a crunch. And, you know, that's that's how to do it. Uh, uh, so those are your exercises. You got pl- you got planks, you got crunches, sit ups. Uh, another one will actually be back extensions because you want to have your back strong as well. You don't want to just be all crunched up in your in your uh, abdominals and then your lower back is taking the brunt of every single step. So, you know, obviously uh, you want to be balanced. You want to have the front side working as well as the back side. So back extensions, essentially you just lay in your stomach and keep your feet on the floor. Raise your chest up as high as you can off the ground as many times as you can. And uh, that'll help you with your core. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. You know, core breathing core lifting your knees up and you know just keeping the torso steady so yeah that does it for my day i really do appreciate you listening if you did enjoy this feel free to share it or leave a rating and review wherever you're listening to this if you haven't already please subscribe and uh, yeah that that does it (laughs) i will check you on friday whenever you're listening i really do hope you're enjoying your day and as always keep good company Mm -hmm.